The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Friday edition, Afternoons with Mike. It's great to have you along with me. Each and every day, I get to be right here with you and have as my guest uh, one or a couple of uh, people from the community uh, in the different communities where we are. We're uh, in Orlando, obviously. That's where I'm based. But we are also in Gainesville and in Ocala and the Villages. Today, it's my honor to have Tracy Tremblett with me. Tracy is the Director of Employment and Training at a ministry that we just love around here. It's called Christian Help. And boy, do they ever help. It's a wonderful ministry And we're going to get into the uh, unpacking of the different features and services of Christian help because they are, uh, they're just in everything that it comes uh, to helping people who are in need, helping people get uh, a better job and helping people who are hungry have food. Tracy, it's great to have you here. Well, thanks for having me here. I'm really excited. Well, this is really great. You and I talked one other time when I was on location for one of your big events. Mm -hmm. It was like, I I guess, maybe a fundraising event. Is that I think that's what that was. You were up at Top Golf, and that was in the Lake Mary area, the new one up there. And you guys just put on a a wonderful evening. And Mm -hmm. I got to be up there with the shepherd table and set microphones up and talk to different people from your organization as well as uh, some of the people that came to take part in that evening. And it was a lot of fun. Oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun at Top Golf with all our uh, supporters coming out yeah. and having a good time and being able to share a little bit about the great things that, that they enable us to do in their communities and so our communities. How did you get involved at Christian Help. How did that happen? Oh, well, that's really interesting. I moved to uh, the Castleberry area in 2011, took a year off. I was uh, newly married. And um, in 2012, I wanted to give back. My background is marketing um, as uh, in corporate world. Mm -hmm. And uh, given that that is a lucrative field, I was able at that point, this point in 2012 to say, I just want to give back. And I was, I had gone to another. So you can give back as a volunteer? Yeah, as a volunteer. Yeah, okay. And um, I had gone to another nonprofit organization, but they didn't have time to see me. So as I was leaving and driving home, I saw this building on Seminola Boulevard. Yeah. near where I live. And it said Christian help. And I looked up and I went, I'm a Christian. I can help. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they need me. And it turns out for three weeks, they were praying that someone would bring a career counselor to them as a volunteer. And that's where it began uh, as a volunteer, helping people um, change their resumes, interview practices, networking, all of that. And I got to work with a lot of clients that that changed their lives as a result of not just the skill, but the prayer as well, being understood that, be, uh, being able to understand that God had a plan for them. Now, using a metaphor from the car world, when you think about what's under the hood and the horsepower that's there, you being a marketing person, you had a lot more than just marketing under the hood mm-hmm. on that in your life. So for you to step in and do counseling, that in itself, now that's that's not something everybody can do. Um, well, and so one of the things we always say is we are not counselors. Okay. We are coaches. Um, we are caring for mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Right. Um, and it does dip a little into that. But my background when I was a, when I was a child, I wanted to be a psychologist. And, ah, so um, there, there you go. There's the root of all of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so... While I was not able to take classical education in that, I am an avid learner and have learned a lot about what makes people tick, what they care about, um, what their needs are. And uh, God gifted me with some level of empathy. Um, I've, I've been where most people are. Now, you've given me some good thought there because 
I, I don't know that I've always separated out coaching uh, in the professional vernacular now because there are a lot of business coaches. You'll hear the term life coach. And that's that always struck me. When I first heard that years ago, I thought, what in the world is a life coach? <laughs> but I, now I've gotten to know several of them. Mm-hmm. I've had several of them on my program, and they're really nice people. And as I dug in a little bit, I get to understand the difference about what they're talking about. But there is a little bit of parlaying into counseling as a coach, right? I mean, you there's there's a little bit. You're talking to people. You're drawing them out. You're understanding where they are in that moment, and you might offer some direction. Yeah, see, uh, so as a, um, there is such a thing um, with classic education that is called a career counselor, and it combines both psychology and career, and that is not what we are. We're career coaches, so that meets people where they are, mm-hmm. understands their need, um, and we try to keep it to their need in terms of income or expenses or careers. Um, so a coach will then hold you accountable to your plan. So if you came to me and you said, I need to find, um, you know, a, a position that provides more income, a coach would work with you on drawing out your skills, drawing out your strengths. Maybe you desires. Your desires. Uh-huh. What do you What do you want to be when you grow up? I'm 64. I still don't know. <laughs> I go wherever God sends me, um, and you know your needs, your desires, your long term, your short term. Um, we draw out what they are capable of doing, the materials they can create, and then um, we create a specific action plan for that person. So you have to know the person, which is where that little bit of counseling comes in, understanding their mm-hmm. needs, stepping into their pain, if you will the empathy part, right? Now, you just said it again. I was going to go right back to that word empathy. That is a really big part of this is the fact that you can feel and carry and care mm-hmm. about that person that is your client in that moment and you feel their pain. I mean, that old saying, I feel your pain. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you have to do if you're going to be successful. And and you are that you're given great illustrations and maybe metaphors as to how we can do it. So you you talked about finding out what it is that they want to do, what their goals are, what their needs are, and what their giftings are, mm-hmm. and then lay in, lean into that. Correct. It's um we, we have four pillars in our career coaching and it's Christ centered. So everything we do comes from uh the centering in Jesus. And um so all our coaches are believers. Mm-hmm. Now, whoever comes to us for help, they don't have to be a believer. Right. They get the and, same and often help. often they aren't. Right? But we also say we are client-focused. Yeah. So it is the client's plan. It is the client's pace that we go at. Other career coaches, they'll meet with you one time and then start sending you job leads. That's, yeah. that's not us. Um, so it's client-focused. And then we are also um, relationally driven. That's where the empathy comes in. We create a relationship of trust that they know that we are for them and ultimately God is for them. Right. And that that's why the relationally focused is where the empathy comes in, the you know, the the higher level of care, if mm-hmm. you will. And then we say delivered with excellence. So our coaches are highly trained in all career everything career including side gigs, including um, entrepreneurship, um, including, you know, what resource can we connect them to that will provide them maybe they need rent right away. We know where to send them for that. Mm-hmm. We know where to send them to get um, reduction in child care. We know how to connect them to resource needs that ultimately increase their income, right? So yeah. the four pillars of Christ-centered, yeah. customer-focused, I mean client-focused, uh, relationally driven, delivered with excellence. So we have continual training every two weeks for our career coaches as well. Yeah. And, you know, we're living in a day and an age where the culture, it's been like seeing, it's been like moving sand under our feet. I mean, it is changing and there's so many things that are almost being thrown out as obsolete, you know, concepts. And, Mm -hmm. and now you have to deal with this care about being 
you know, I, I don't think I'm that worried about it, but a lot of people are worried about being politically correct mm-hmm. and saying things and changing our terminologies and all of the, I hate to say this because it's the most ridiculous thing, but changing pronouns, mm-hmm. all of that. I mean, this is a fluid society, a fluid culture that we're in right now. And yet you are talking about things that are Christ-centered Things that don't change, really. That's what you're describing. Well, Jesus doesn't change, right? Jesus is love. Yeah. And that is what we offer our client, whether they're a he, she, they. It doesn't matter because either you love or you don't, right? Yeah. And so whoever comes in, and that's why I say we are Christ-centered. Yeah. Um, We are. Because if you're not, then it becomes a burden or judgmental or whatever. You know, how did you find yourself in this place? Yeah. You know, you should have had this or you should have gone to school. You should have, could have, would have, right? Um, when it's Christ-centered, it's just, you know, you are created in the image of God. Right. And therefore, we're for you. Mm-hmm. No matter where you come from, what you do, what you did, how yeah. you got there. Yeah. Right. So now, how did you become Christ-centered yourself? What's your story? Oh, okay. So my parents um, were were not believers. Uh, they thought we should basically grow into whatever we believed. So they exposed us to um, the Jewish faith, uh, the Christian faith. I went, um, you know, to church here and there. Uh, they exposed us to all different things so that we could choose. But we would go to my grandmother's every weekend. And the ladies next door went to First Presbyterian in Perth Amboy, New Jersey, where I'm, well, I'm mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. And they would take us every Sunday to church. And in our chaotic household, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, our chaotic household, we found a, I did, I found a place of peace. In, well said. in the building, just the building. I don't know why. And it reminded me of my Nana's house and she was Catholic, but a Catholic believer. Mm-hmm. And so, um, those were my places of peace. So you fast forward to when I'm 30 and we skip over all the bad parts, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Wild, bit of a wild, wild child, not a wild child, but not good choices yeah, at all. Yeah, you took some wandering during that time. Uh, huh? Definitely, yeah. I was totally in the desert for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And then um, um, I, I met uh, a friend. Uh, his parents were believers. They were Baptists. So I've been like all over the map. Um, and his dad was the first one that could explain to me, that would answer my questions. What is this about blood? What is this about, you know, and it would answer my questions biblically. Mm -hmm. And I came to believe at our church that we started attending, um, uh, they had an altar call. And I said, and I felt this pull to the altar. I mean, a pull. And I was like, "Mm -mm. if it happens next week, then I'll do it. But I I can't trust myself. Yeah, 30 years of wandering, you don't trust yourself. So anyway, um, I came to believe. I came to, and I came to believe. And, um, and uh, yeah, and the rest is just a, a journey that God has had me on to try to understand, to try to apprehend this indescribable love and acceptance that he offers us through Jesus. Now, how or who was it that helped you in your discipleship to learn? How did that happen? Pastor Adams. Oh. I love that man. Um, little tiny church, honestly, um, probably not the best place for us. But at the time, he spent 13 consecutive weeks uh, with us and with me, um, teaching us scripture, memorizing things, um, and just driving it deep down into my heart. And then further on in my early 40s, I have going to a different church, um, what is it called now? Fellowship Community Church in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Um, Pastor Ralph spent three years with me, mm. helping me understand grace. Yeah. Oh, what a great lesson. Mm-hmm. What an important lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. And um, just really uh, pouring into my life yeah. to uh, 
not for obedience, for grace. Yeah. And um, it's, it's a different story. When you get that message, it becomes so much more than just the song, Amazing Grace. Almost everybody in life knows that song. But unless, and I see the tears rolling down in your eyes right now, you, it's still as fresh and important to you today as it was that day. Mm-hmm. And then that there's a, there's a song that says, uh, my chains are gone. I've yeah. been set yeah, free. Right. That's the Chris Tomlin version of that song. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, that one just really speaks to me because it's the, it's the change of fear of, um, self judgment of, you know, critical. Now I can't say I walk that every day or oh, even every minute. Perfectly. No, I have yeah. so bungled it. Um, and yet as, as pastor Ralph would say to me, uh, to be disappointed in yourself is to have relied on yourself to begin with. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we do here. Yeah. You know, we respond to God's ability. Yeah. So I know when, uh, our church went through a, a study on the grace of God, it was a long study. We spent over a year in the church on Sunday mornings going through. And it was really after that one year mark that a lot of us really got it and could see it's, it's almost, you know, in life we hear the phrase, it's too good to be true. If it, if it's too good to be true, it probably isn't true. Uh, but when it comes to the grace of God, it, it feels like it's too good to be true, but it is true. Right. And we spend the, I think the rest of our time here, grappling with apprehending that and yeah. really making it an integral part of us. And yeah. um, it's a, it's a daily, you know, die to self and, uh, and awake to love. And wow. The grace. That's a beautiful story. Oh. And, and you're, you know, just realizing that all these years later, it's still as fresh as what it clearly is now in your life. I mean, that inspires me. And it's encouraging to me. I hope, friends, that that those of you that are listening right now who really are hearing this and going like, wow, I hear it, I sing it, I don't know that I've really felt it, I encourage you to do exactly what what Tracy has done in her life. Apply it, believe it, begin to study it. Uh, I hope there's somebody like she had with her pastor who's helping you, encouraging you, and and maybe standing up against the arguments that we bring up in our own heart to say that really couldn't apply to me because what I've done is so bad. Give us that phrase you said that he said again. If it's if if you had to if, do with it, uh, if, yeah. If you are disappointed in yourself, that means you relied on yourself in the first place, and that's not who we rely on. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I hear people use the phrase "you need to forgive yourself" often. But that is really hand in glove with what you're talking about right now. If you are holding against yourself because of things that we've done that we know are wrong, then that shows that we're relying on ourselves instead of the Savior. Mm. And yet he's come to save us. Mm -hmm. He is mindful of our sinfulness. He remembers that we are dust. That's what the scripture says. And um, perfect love casts out all fear of judgment. That's right. Right? That's and right. so uh, we are not the judge of ourselves or anyone else. That is good. But there is one judge and he loves us. Mm, well said. Tracy Tremblett is my guest, Director of Employment and Training at Christian Help in Castleberry. We'll be back with Tracy in a moment. This is Afternoons with Mike. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years experience, EC Waters is a top trained comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. Palm Beach Atlantic University Orlando offers three distinct areas of study. An evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millennia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844-PBA-ORLANDO. That's 844-PBA-ORLANDO. 
Back again with Tracy Trimblett. She is the director of employment and training at this amazing organization. Vicki Martin is the leader. I talked to Vicki, I think it was in 2020 when Vicki came up here, just in the early days of our work here in Orlando, that I first heard about this organization. It's called Christian Help, and it is uh, an organization that has an umbrella of services, uh, of uh of things they do to help people. They do the the thing of helping people who are hungry and, and food deprived. They, they do that, but they do so much more than that. And that's why I wanted to have them up here today because this time of year, it's a very special time of year. I was privileged to go to your banquet that you held a couple of months ago. And you had some videos then about some of the things that you do at Christmas time and how that your care for people, you, you love people and, and people who are underserved, underemployed, maybe not able to either shop for their kids for gifts at Christmas time. You guys have this most amazing plan and a program there that helps people who are your clients who you are working with and they uh, behind the scenes, you're doing all this stuff to make their lives better and to give them a, not a, not a hand down, hand me down, but a hand up, mm-hmm. I think is what Dr- Doug Prusak used to say. That's exactly what you do. You, you are giving people a hand up. So uh, talk to, uh, to us for a moment about the implications of this time of year with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you and I were talking yesterday about, this whole thing about this time of year for so many people, it's a hard time of year. It brings out in some ways the most joyous festival occasions, festive occasions. But for a lot of people, it's a time of depression. It's a time of sadness. So talk to us about how you guys help other people during this season. Sure. Well, and and you're right. This is a particularly hard time of year uh, for, for many people and many more people than we've seen in the past because of the rising costs of living in the Orlando area Mm -hmm. and the incredible increases in rent, in groceries, in childcare costs uh, since COVID, the incredible increase in that. We're talking 30 to 50% for some people. Absolutely. Yeah. Like the minimum increases 28%, I think just on groceries uh, since COVID and, um, you know, forget gas, which goes up and down and, um, utilities. But even that is again, at least 30, 30 to 50%, right? Yes, it still is. Yeah. I actually, I'm a, I'm a bit of a data geek, so I check those statistics all the time, but I I try to rein in statistics. Not everyone cares about that, but if you're looking at your own budget and you say, like I do, and you say, oh my gosh, you know, this time, insurance on your house. Oh, if you If you're fortunate enough to, to own a yeah, home, yeah. you could have seen a three times increase yeah. in your homeowner's insurance. That's going to cost you three hundred dollars a month. Your rent is three to four hundred dollars more a month. Your groceries are three hundred dollars more a month. So people who have never needed our services before are at our doors. Yeah, and we are at heart an empowerment agency. We provide relief, short-term relief, but we're really what we're really uh, striving to do is um, step into their story where they're at and then change their story for good, for the long-term, not just a short-term relief, because that that won't change things, yeah. right? And so um, this time of year is particularly hard. Um, children may watch TV, um, parents are on the internet, and they're seeing all the things that we need, yeah. right? Which yeah. are actually wants, but they're seeing all those things, and the parents are um, sinking into, um, just despair of, you know, I can't, I can't figure out how to afford the rent. I'm shuffling bills at this point. Um, how am I ever going to provide Christmas? So this is one of our programs, uh, and it is called the Christmas blessing and it is for our existing clients and some of our partners clients. We have collaborative partnerships, churches, Mm -hmm. um, all of that, that we work with. And 
And what it is really designed to do is give a free shopping experience to parents uh, and caregivers of children of our clients uh, so that they can go to the store in a way, in some way, like maybe Warren Buffett could walk into a store, (laughs) right? And say, I can get what my child wants and I don't have to think about the cost. And it really is all about that parent and caregiver and the children benefit because when rent goes up, utilities go up and all of that and Christmas comes around. Why should those children suffer? Yeah. Why should those children go without? It's through no fault of their own. Why should they be the victims of someone else's poor choices? It's not even the parents or the caregivers' poor choices, which you could have said maybe, you know, in 2017. You know, you had bad spending habits, you don't want to work enough, all of that. That's not true today. These are hardworking families. Mm-hmm. Through no fault of their own, they can't afford Christmas. And yeah. that kid becomes the victim or the child becomes the victim. So we make sure to the greatest degree that we can um, that parents and caregivers can shop. But it's a, it's a well-rounded experience. It's not just drive up and grab it. We'll hand you a toy for an eight-year-old girl. It's really, it's in a gym and Willow Creek churches in winter Springs is just wonderful with that. The entire gym is filled with tables of toys, employer partners, community partners contribute brand new toys, brand new gifts. And we go all the way up to 17 years old. So brand new gifts that the parents can come in and choose but it doesn't stop there, nor does it even start there. It starts with prayer mm-hmm. so that people who want to join in with that prayer, we offer them prayer. And people who want that prayer, um, we show them, we talk to them about who the real gift is. Oh, the real gift of this season was God's son coming to yeah. restore relationship with our creator for us, taking all our sins on him. And so we get a chance to talk to those who are open to it about that. Then um, they go to another station. We talk about, hey, do you need more work, better work, different work, higher income? Here's all the programs you can take advantage of for free because the people who donate, the corporations who donate, the foundations who fund us, um, not the government, but the other foundations who fund us, um, they make it possible for them to have services for free. Yeah. So we talk to them about that. Then they shop, but then they get wrapping paper, stocking stuffers, stockings, everything that we can possibly think of. Then their car is loaded for them because it's all about caring for them, right? Um, they get a personal shopper. Uh, they get to choose everything. Their car is loaded for them. And then they go back a mile down the road to our place and pick up fresh groceries for the holiday week, you know, turkey, ham, all the fixings, yeah. not just for the holiday meal, for the holiday week. Yeah. And so, um, so many people, you know, I can think of one woman who was just saying, just crying. She, she could not, she had, hadn't been there before. She hadn't gotten the blessing before. And she was just crying. Like, I don't know how, I could have ever done this for, for my children. I, yeah. They were going to literally get nothing, you know, and we would have had whatever we had in the refrigerator and you have blessed me. And it's, that's when you can say, you know, this is the love of God. Yeah. I love being a con- contributor to organizations like this one. Christian help that is out there doing that. And the joy of the Lord, and this is going back to that banquet that I went to, and uh, those videos were so great. You not only had videos, but you had people that were live there that day, like Dr. Steve Brown, who is there, and people who are well-known in the community. Um, This is a really tremendous organization because of the heart, but the secret sauce to it is really in what you're talking about right now. It's the prayer of the people who are involved. It's the goal to see people who are hurting and not just out of job. Like you said, many of them have jobs and they're working really super hard. 
but they just are not able with all that they're doing. They're not able to make ends meet. Now, I know some of that could be because of debt, but some of it's not. Some of it is just because our culture right now, you know, we are, we are in a, a bit of, of a problem with all the choices that uh, are being made around us. And we, it is what it is. Right. I mean, so many of these families are victims of other, uh, whether it's officials or yeah, government, uh, government yeah. or, um, you know, that either choose to allow it or, you know, and, and in fairness to landlords, they have to eat too. Mm-hmm. Um, so not trying to judge anyone in particular. I'm just saying that these families didn't make the choice to not work. They didn't make the choice to find themselves in this situation, but they were barely making it before. Yeah. And that they see a lot of people. Um, and that, that's what we do, right? Is, uh, that's what we do is prevent people from falling into poverty and homelessness. That's our mission, right? The way we do it is through helping them increase their income through work, more work, better work, and reduce their expenses. So our groceries, for instance, that we give people every other week are worth four hundred to twelve hundred dollars. That's what it would cost to buy them, okay? Because wow. they're groceries. Wow. But then we go that extra mile to be relational and talk with the people who receive them and say that four hundred or twelve hundred dollars can be used for an emergency fund, can be used to pay for your utilities. Like, don't just look at it like yeah. this. It's empowering you to pay other bills. It's empowering you to pay your rent. It's empowering you to keep your home. Um, and think about um, your next step. Do you need English as a second language? Do you need um um, cert- certifications. We can work with you. The career coaches we talked about, we can work with you to find your next step to increase your income. Right. Right. We know you're hardworking. So we know what programs are available that take four weeks, six weeks to get you that certification that'll get you that higher income. You can do it. You know, and we come alongside. Um, we are not up here lifting them up. That's right. God's job, right? That's right. We come alongside them saying, most of us have been where you are. Yeah. And let me show you there's a different path. When people know better, they do better. But so many of them don't know they have those choices. And so many of these people, so many of our clients don't qualify for government programs. They don't get they make the too much money. They make yeah, yeah. too much is yeah. a very relative right, term. But, a family of four right. making over thirty grand. Um but they make too much to qualify for government yeah. programs. So they don't get the food stamps, they don't get the child care credit, they don't get the Medicaid, they don't get the they don't have any of that. They're barely making it. And now with twenty eight to fifty percent increases on everything, they're not gonna make it. Yeah. And that's why we walk alongside them. And there are a million people in the Tri-County area, one million people this far from homelessness. Wow. That's who we work with. You hear a lot about homeless people, right? And God bless us that there are agencies that work with homeless people. Mm -hmm. But when you come right down to it, there's 2,400 of them. What about those million that are about to fall into it? That's who we work with. And they are just like you said, one step away from becoming fully homeless Mm -hmm. and with no help at all. One of the things that I know when I have dealt with people who are there is that might be on that brink of going into that kind of despair. Uh, There is a almost a sense of hopelessness Mm. that can kind of set in the heart of a dad who's working his his uh, hands to the bone trying to make it happen and it's not happening and there is a, a malaise that can step in i know that too is exacerbated in this time of year when they realize that on top of just trying to make the monthlies how are you going to have any extra for christmas gifts and things like that but i know that you've got to see eyes suddenly become brighter when they get hold of the fact that there is something they can do to improve their lot in life. Oh my gosh. Um, I always talk about it as countenance counts, right? Um, the way someone walks in with their head down going, 
I know I probably don't qualify. I know you probably can't help me. And you're able to say, we can give you short-term relief and a path for your future. We're going to walk alongside you. We're going to step into this story with you. And we are going to help you change that story for good and for long-term. And you see, you know, I have the privilege of watching the videos of um, career coaching, watching our, um, our uh, entry coordinators uh, deal relationally with the people who come in for groceries. And they're, you just see the difference in their faces. Their heads come up. Their, their shoulders come back. They're standing straighter. We have, you know, pictures on our website. If you go to um, www.christianhelp.org, you can see the stories on there. You can see just the pictures, like the before and the after. Yeah. We yeah, don't have enough awesome. befores. We have a whole lot of afters, but um, I am privileged to see that countenance change. And it is the most remarkable thing. And then in the coaching environment, especially when you get to tell them God has a plan for you and he's controlling yeah. these results and the results are wonderful. And you see that person get a higher paying job. I mean, 85% of the people we coach increase their income. And now that's an amazing statistic right mm-hmm. there. 85%. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. There's some months we hit 92, but 85% wow. is a, is a fair average statistic um, that increase yeah. their income um, as a result of our coaching. And it's speak. It's not just because of the expertise of the coach, because this person is working hard to change their story. That's why I say we change, we come alongside them to work with them to change their story. They're part of it. They are driving it and um, we're there to help them get there, right? And when you see that story change and the, the change, that's why I say countenance counts, look at the face, they have hope, they have confidence, they have skills, they have tools. And whether they're there for groceries, they still walk out with hope, with confidence, with tools that can change their story yeah. for good. Right. Not just for today. Not just not for, for Christmas. Not for momentary yeah. relief, not just for Christmas. Yeah. And then you tell them there's a Christmas blessing program. Yeah. And my husband and I, one time we did all the calls to say, but wait, there's more, but wait, there's more. And it's almost um, like those commercials order before midnight. Yeah, so you don't forget yeah, there's more, but wait, there's more that we give you. And you know, clients are crying on the phone. Oh my, my goodness. husband was changed by that. Oh wow. You know, I'm changed by being privileged to, to, to do this work, to partner with God in, in, in changing a story. Well, let's pick that up on the other side of this break. Tracy Trimblett is my guest. She is the Director of Employment and Training at Christian Help, and that is in Castleberry. And what an honor to be affiliated with some of these people, to be there. I love it. I'll be back with Tracy in a moment. This is Afternoons with Mike. You're on The Shepherd. Pastors and financial leaders, do you need expert accounting or tax help? Do you have payroll or 1099 questions? Do you need a ministry expert to help you acquire real estate for your next project? If the answer is yes, yes, and yes, visit PetraWorldwide.org. Petra Worldwide has been strengthening ministries to transform humanity since 2007. Visit PetraWorldwide.org or call 855-481-9095. My guest today is Tracy Tremblett. She's the Director of Employment and Training at Christian Help. And they are located, you know, when you think about all the things that we've talked about already that you guys do, it's big, it's massive, it's it, it's impacting the entire community that is around you. And yet when you look at Christian Help and and the, the property that you guys meet at, it's not like UCF size campus. It's it makes one wonder how in the world are you doing everything that you're doing out of out of that location? And it's I'm not putting it down. I'm just saying it's incredible. It's like God has blessed you with the fishes and the loaves. I mean, that's what it looks like. That and that's exactly what it is. I always say mine's a little bit longer, but um, I always say God takes the efforts of the few and multiplies to meet the needs of the many. Uh, that's and we, right serve um 
we out of our pantry, which is only 2,000 square feet, on the same postage stamp <laughs> of a campus um, of Christian help, we have over 16,000 visits a year where people are getting groceries. That's amazing. Our um, coaching program touches the lives of over 500 individuals in a year, 700 some years. Um, our CFEC, which is a way where people can find a job right away, um, it's every two months we hold a huge job fair at the Florida Fairgrounds, Central Florida Fairgrounds. Uh -huh. And uh, it's every month for the last 20-some years, largest job fair, and we have 85 to 100 employers ready to hire. So if they need a job right away, income right away, um, they always have that, as well as the 24-hour-a-day job board, which is cfec.org. You can mm -hmm. find both of those there. And they can get a job immediately. They can yeah. start interviewing, you know, applying. Um, but out of our, our little camp, so that's off campus, but part of what Christian Help does. Um, and in that campus, again, there's over 16,000 visits a year. Um, there's um, over 500 in coaching. Um, and our coaches are virtual. So, because people don't have the money necessarily to get to us just for that coaching appointment, and it goes on for weeks. Cost of gas. Cost of gas, time, yeah, yeah. children in the home. Um, and so, yeah, I always say that, and it's because of the volunteers as well as the staff. We have a relatively small staff for, for the size that we are, but the volunteers in our pantry, we probably have anywhere from 60 to 75 volunteers every week in our pantry. And some of them serve singly and faithfully for over 10, 15 years. Some of them come in groups. So their employer says, let's do a group program. And the employer mm -hmm. comes, our churches come. Um, uh, we have volunteers that do the coaching. We have volunteers that help us run those job fairs. Um, we have um, volunteers that do the administrative work. In the Christmas Blessing Program alone, we utilize 450 volunteers. Wow. Over the course of, in this year, will be four days. It's a four-day event. It takes us seven days to pull it off, but it's a four-day event, and it's 450 volunteers from setting up tables to decorating, because it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful yeah. when you go into the Christmas Blessing um, but so literally hundreds and uh, hundreds of volunteers who give their time. Right. Not everyone has the money to give. And certainly we do need dollars. We always do. Um, but the people uh, ha that have a heart to serve, like I did, like yeah, I did. Right. Right. I'm a Christian. I can help. And I did that for two years uh, or a year and a half, something like that, before mm -hmm. I became part of the staff. Um, did you think that would ever happen becoming part of the staff? No, <laughs> no, I really didn't see it. Um, but Vicki, who you mentioned, Vicki yeah. Martin, and I'm just going to talk about 2015. I also, um, worked with our training program for a while. Um, but Vicki in 2015, I said, you know, it's not kind of the thing that I've run before. I've run marketing departments, field sales. I've, you know, managed and I've done, uh, corporate work, um, with that, you know, that the this I've not done, but if you're willing to take a chance, I'm willing to give it a try and we'll see what God has. And uh, that started a journey between us. And I just really admire um, Vicki is the driving force behind uh, Christian help. Yeah. Um, she is the one who, um, you know, sets the values, the culture and the way we treat clients in a relational manner. Yeah. not a transactional manner. And I just, I admire that. It made me want to be a part of it. You, you know, know, I get I to didn't be, want to be, but Vicki convinced me I wanted to be. <laughs> Vicki is regularly at the chamber meetings and I get to see her at other events. And you're right. She is relational. Mm -hmm. And that is the, you know, it's not the kind of thing that our, the world, the culture, they, they don't always get it because so much of relationship in the culture, you, apart from the, uh, from the the church, if they're not a believer, it is transactional. That's the only way they can think. That's the only way they know to think. Mm -hmm. And Vicky comes in because there is this desire to do good, and that only comes from God. Mm -hmm. Only God is good. Absolutely, and uh, and I see too that um, 
we're not driven by numbers, but our numbers are enormous. Yeah. The amount of people we touch in a year. Yeah. We're not driven by numbers. We're driven by the people and the needs of the people and the needs of our community. We're always trying to serve more, find ways to serve more. Um, and you know, volunteers help us do that. Donors really help us do that. Right. Um, because it, regardless of what people may think happen in, in a nonprofit, you do need dollars right. to keep it running. Yeah. Um, and then for the Christmas blessing, of course, gifts, um, all the gifts that people give, um, boxes and boxes and boxes. Um, uh, one of our church partners, East coast believers, uh, Jim, he, he used to be part of our board, Jim Lynch. And he went from four boxes one year to six boxes to this year. He wants 11 boxes, um, to fill up with, and I'm not little boxes, big boxes, um, to fill up with gifts for children because, um, we see in our churches, in our corporate partners, even they have a heart to give and not everybody gives the same way. Yeah. Um, or can give the same way. Um, but we do make it possible for people to give three ways. They can donate dollars. They can give gifts. Now that's only till December 11th on the gifts, Mm -hmm. but the gift of time as a volunteer and the gift of dollars lasts us into the new year, helps affect, change people's stories, helps us um, give Christmas to children throughout the month, beyond the month. Right. Um, you know, where the gifts, they have to be uh, in our facility by, by the 11th. Right. Well, and it's not too late for people right now to get involved either by giving and giving to the either, like you said, through giving money. I mean, that always helps. Donate it's dollars. Donate dollars. That's right. But if you want to give gifts, if you want to get involved yourself in one of the volunteer positions, like what you did, uh, all of that's available. Give us the website for how people can find out more about that. And then we're going to talk about a very important thing that's coming up. Like you said, it's a regular thing, the job fair and the job board. Mm-hmm. But first of all, give us the website. Right. So the website is www.christianhelp, all one word, christianhelp.org. Mm-hmm. And um, you'll see right on there, you can donate dollars, you can give gifts, and you can serve singly or with a group. Right. Um, we can handle both. We always need them all. Uh, all three are needed this time of year and all year, really. And one final thing I'd like to say about that. It's not just an organization. You employ the help of churches all across Central Florida area. In fact, the banquet was held at Northland, a big mm-hmm. church, obviously. And the pastor of that church was there that morning to greet everyone. He's kind of new to the area himself. But then you also mentioned uh, over at Willow Creek with Drew. Uh, he is such a great guy. Mm-hmm. And all of these different churches, I know MetroLife, my church, mm-hmm. we're involved as well. Mm-hmm. We love what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. We're very fortunate. Um, you know, make no mistake, we are not owned by a church. Right. But our uh, church partners are, you know, uh, uh, one of the the lifebloods of of what we do because uh, they do all three. They donate dollars, they give gifts, and they serve. And um, we are very blessed um, to have churches like East Coast Believers, like um, Willow Creek, Metro Life, um, and and Northland and Pastor Josh is new mm-hmm. and uh, he's just he's just wonderful. Yeah, you know I I went to Northland for years and I I still say Pastor Joel is my pastor, but um, now Pastor Greg is my pastor at Willow Creek. Um, but yeah, those those three yeah. come to mind immediately. They're in the closest proximity, but we have many church partners, and I would encourage any church, uh, anyone in a church that's listening, um, to say you know we 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 come alongside us see what God is doing, partner with him in how he's changing stories, you know, um, really, um, we can use, and, and churches are not our only partners, right? right? We have have corporations, we have funders, individuals, uh, that just, they really understand what we're doing and, um, they just believe in it and, uh, come alongside us as we come alongside others. Tell us about the job fair. Right. So the job fair, I believe the 
oh man, I'm in trouble. The next one is in late January and you can find out that exact date on um, www.cfec.org. You did great. Um, and um, the job board is also there. So if you need to find a job immediately, no matter what time of day or night it is, you can go on our job board. And we have uh, jobs, I want to say over 500 jobs on there uh, wow. that are looking to hire right now from from all our employers and all our employer partners. You know, it is so important that this is available because, ironically, you see Help Wanted ads all over town. I mean, everywhere you go, and you would think that, that there should be, with as many people that is needing a, a better paying job than what the, what they have already, you'd think that they're there, but there there sometimes it just needs to be made available they need to see what is possible and that's where these job fairs the job board these coaches that you've mentioned already they kind of like can open the eyes to what's possible correct and we also have a training program a customizable training program and right now we're partnered with advent health and Re, um, Recovery Connections of Central Florida, wow. where we go in and um, in four workshops, we train um, people in recovery, not just how to find a job, how to keep the job. Most people in recovery from substance use disorders don't struggle to find a job. They struggle to keep the job mm -hmm. because of their you know, emotions or hearing things differently than other people hear them. You know, Nobody woke up as a little kid and said, I really want to be an addict when I grow up. Right. Um, there's underlying causes. And so we work with them on life skills, um, self-management skills, uh, so different groups in recovery, Armor Up Recovery Houses, Angels of Mercy we're about to do in January and we're speaking with Teen Challenge as well. So we try to address the needs of the community wow. in as many ways as possible when it comes to increasing their income and reducing their expenses and managing their finances so so that they don't fall into poverty and homelessness. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. Christian help. Give us that website one more time if you will, Tracy. I'd be glad to www.christianhelp.org and they can call us as well. We are there Monday to Friday and that's 407-834-4022. Last question, are you going to be here in uh, this area all holidays or are you heading back up north? I would like to say I'm heading back up north, but I can't this year. Okay, so um, you'll be here with us in Central Florida. Yeah, I'm excited. Right. I'm excited for our event, which is the yeah. the week of the 11th. So. All right. Well, we are praying for you. We love the organization, organization Christian Help. And what a great plan, what a great idea, and what a great organization. Tracy Tremblett, my guest, she's the Director of Employment and Training there. So great to have had you here today. I can't thank you enough for this opportunity. And thanks for just um, letting me share what we do, um, to share my heart and my story, because that's really what we're about, too, at Christian Help, right? It's that's it. changing stories for good. I love it. Friends, thank you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time right here on Afternoons with Mike. <music>